Yo, what is great in the state? It is the Radio Rockstar, a.k.a. the Radio Rap Star, a.k.a. your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, a.k.a. the Fade Runner, a.k.a. the 2022 Golden Opportunity Winner, a.k.a. Mr. Damn. He does that too? It is G-Money in the house. Watch your mouth, man. And welcome to another episode of Smash the Map Podcast. And as you can see, there's no pukesters to the left of me. There's no pukesters to the right of me. Right now, it's just me. Everybody's running late. I don't know what's going on. But the show must happen because this Saturday, WWE Extreme Rules is happening. It's a premium live event. It's Saturday. You know, ever since WWE moved their shows to Peacock, all their shows are pretty much on Saturdays now. So we're going to do some predictions for that show. We're going to talk about a little bit of news, man. You know, say we're going to get through it. It's not going to be as long as the other ones because I'm by myself. But I will say now everybody's seen all the messes going down with AEW, man. The Sammy Guevara and Andrade business. And this is what happened. Apparently they got into a backstage altercation around Tuesday. And the, the word is. The word is that Andrade and two other guys are trying to get are trying to get fired. They're trying to get fired. Well, Tony Khan <laughs> Tony Khan told them like, "Yo, bro, no matter what you're doing, you're not getting fired." You know what I'm saying? So Wednesday, they they showed up, and Andrade was still about that life, and they sent him home. They sent him home, and then they canceled his match. They canceled his match because he was supposed to be facing. 10, 10 from the dark order this Friday on Rampage. And it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a career match versus it was Andrade's career versus 10's, let's say, loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Because if Andrade would have won, then 10 would have had to, he would have had to work for him. If 10 would have won, Andrade would have had to leave AEW. And obviously it was going to be a storyline, but you know, they canceled it because Sammy and Andrade got into it, which is wild because the rumors were they sent both of them home. But then when you watch when you watch Dynamite, you see that Sammy Guevara still had his match with Chris Jericho against Daniel Garcia and and Dan, and Brian Danielson. But Andrade didn't get his. So, I mean, who knows what's going on, what's really going on? Like they got to They got to figure their stuff out, man, because it's this is like the probably not the second week in a row, but within a month, they've had more entertaining things happening behind the scenes than they do on the, in front of everybody. But I will say this also, there's another rumor out there. You know, I tr- look, y'all know me, man. I try not to, I try not to get into the dirt sheets and say, and I don't even read them. People just be sending me stuff where I just send when I'm regularly checking Facebook, man. So yeah. Was it the mass? I'm sorry. He said, press, it said 10's mask. Was it the mask? It, you know what? You're absolutely right. It was the mask. I thought it was I thought it was going to be 10 working for him, but I believe it was the mask. Take the tick off that silly ass mask. Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, now we don't know if anything's been confirmed or not, but one of the other stories is that CM Punk's contract has been bought out. That's what it is. And apparently, if this is true, they, they're paying him to sit home for two years. That's crazy, bro. Making good money to sit at home because apparently he's got super heat in the locker room. But, you know, I mean, I think I believe I saw somebody talk about, man, nobody would spend money to keep people home. But I don't know if you guys know this, but around the time AEW was starting, Vince McMahon had offered JR a large sum. Of, and JR actually confirmed this. JR said that Vince McMahon offered him a large sum of money to just sit home and not work for any wrestling company. So it's it's real out here. It's definitely real out here. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, it's been about, what, two weeks since we did our last show. And we, I saw AEW had a really good, AEW had a really good main event last week. It was Chris Jericho versus Bandito. Excellent match. Match was really good. And then they said, apparently, WWE was trying to, was trying to sign Bandito like during the match or after the match. And I guess that prompted Tony Khan to offer Bandito a match right then and there. Uh, I'm sorry, not a match, but a contract right then and there. So, man, look, it's 
it's a dirty game out here, man. You get you got to stay on top of your stuff because they are here trying to snatch folks, bro. So I'm me myself. I'm out here wondering what's going on with with Ring of Honor now that Jericho's the champion. You know they got him to find they got him defending the title on on Dynamite, possibly lobbying to get themselves a TV deal, which I really, 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 really hope happens. I really hope this happens. We need Ring of Honor back on a on a reputable TV station, something that we can find. And this is a side note. I saw uh, in another group I was in, people were talking about Impact and why people do or don't watch Impact. And I said straight up, man, they need a better TV deal because me personally, just talking about me, me personally, I don't have cable. I use YouTube TV because I don't want, I don't need all those channels. I use YouTube TV and on YouTube TV, I'm able to watch AEW. I'm able to watch all the WWE shows, both AEW Dynamite shows. They said Impact is on Axis. I don't even know what the hell Axis is, bro. I'm pretty sure Cable has it, but I don't have Cable. So I haven't, the only time I was able to, I was only able to watch Impact was when it was on Twitch. And I know it's great wrestling. So I just got to find a way to watch it again, man. But many things popping off with AEW. MJF had his first match back, and it was not bad, not bad. The, the main storyline right now, there's a few few storylines, but they're working. John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page, which is very interesting. And I don't know if you guys noticed when you saw on at the end of last night's Dynamite, when Paige and Moxley, they were met up with each other. You know, they did their promo with each other. They're about to walk out. Paige says, hey, hey, we could do this right now. You know, now they edited it on TV. They edited what Moxley said on TV. But when I watched the, the replay back on Twitter, what he said was, a lot of, it's like, I like you, kid, but a lot of you kids say a lot of stupid shit and it gets you in trouble. So I'm only going to warn you one time. And it, it's a recurring thing. These guys are saying things, and it's getting a mad heat. Ah, he says New Japan is also on Axis. Well, see, well, this is the thing. I don't have, I don't, I have the New Japan World app, so I don't need Axis as far as to watch New Japan. I don't, I don't. If I want to watch New Japan, I have, I've had a subscription to New Japan World since 2016, right before, right. Matter of fact, when Jericho signed his contract there and he was going to go have a match with Kenny Omega. That's when I got, that's when I got myself an account with new Japan. And that's how I watched it. And up until the pandemic, I didn't miss anything. I saw every match from 2016 to about 2019. Well, all the big matches. Let me say that. I saw the whole Okada versus Omega trilogy. I watched the stuff with Takahashi. I watched the stuff with, yeah, it was, I just seen a whole lot of, I saw the, the rise of, of Jay White. You know, so I mean, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad it's on Axis if that works for them. You know, I had I had a uh, you know New Japan World, and that that kept me up to date with everything. And thank God they gave you they had that their shows. They did two shows. They either did one with Japanese commentary and one with English. Even though it is, even though I have absolutely no idea what they say in in Japanese. Just hearing them commentate, I, I just like the way they sound when they do commentary. And my dog is in here acting a fool. So, oh, another, oh, this is some big. Actually, one thing that I really enjoyed, there it is, the acclaimed. The acclaimed won the tag team championships and they had a chance and they had a chance, I guess, to give their state of the union or whatever. Now, what, what is crazy about them, they have the number one selling shirt. The number one selling shirt on AEW is the Scissor Me Daddy Ass. Scissor Me Daddy Ass. Now, look, I like the acclaim. I'm not a fan of Max Caster's rapping, but I but I, I like the way they wrestle. They have hella charisma. And somebody, somebody asked a question. I was, it was in a group I was in. They were like, would you wear a scissor me daddy ass shirt out in public to a non-wrestling event? That answer is absolutely not. And it's great. I don't even have shame. 
but I'm not wearing a scissor me daddy ass shirt. That's just, that's not what's hot in the streets. And I'm the same guy that did wear a bootio sh shirt. I wore a bootio shirt a lot of places. Oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, Kada. Kazuchka. Oh, Kada. No, it's the other way around. Oh, Kada. Kazuchka. Yes, absolutely. One of my favorite, my favorite, favorite ring announcers, the Japanese ring announcer. I don't even know his name. But he was awesome. He's just just puts that that sizzle on him name, just the sizzle on it. You know what I'm saying? And you let it sizzle in your spirit. Let it sizzle in your spirit. You know what I'm saying? So let's see. With AW, got a couple of those things out the way. So let's go ahead and let's. Oh, before we make these predictions, man. Before we make these predictions, I have to say one of the best moments on TV in general. Best moments on TV, especially WWE. I gotta find this picture and I hope I loaded it because it was like the oh wait, wait. First, there it is. The scissor me daddy ass shirt. Scissor me daddy ass. Yeah. So we I was upset. We didn't get to do the show last week. We had everybody had something going on. But I really wanted to talk about SmackDown from, from two weeks ago because they had probably one of the best openings. I've seen on a wrestling show in forever. And you guys know what I'm talking about. The, the When Sami Zayn got the honorary U shirt from the bloodline, man, that the way they built that up was just mm, beautiful. They came in, Roman did the whole, well, Leo, why are you wearing a bloodline shirt? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He said, Jay, look, first off, look at Jay's face. Look at Jay's face on this bottom picture, bro. Because he's got that, man, you can't be serious look. I'm I'm trying to tell you. It was it was beautiful. The way they set that up. And, and now see, this is that's one thing about one thing about WWE. You know, I know people feel the way they feel about WWE this way, the same way that people feel the way they feel about AEW. But this right here, this is a difference between like that's the difference between a wrestling show and like a straight up TV show. Cause this, that whole, that segment right there, that opening of SmackDown, that's a good TV show segment. It doesn't matter what kind of TV show that works anywhere. Now the rest of the stuff on the show is hit or miss, but that right there, once I saw that, but I, I believe that that's the episode that rating was like two and a half million. Yeah. That was crazy. So look, let's go ahead and let's jump into these. A lot of things happen, but it's just it's just me. It's just me. I know you ain't trying to hear just my voice the whole time. So let's jump into some of these predictions for extreme rules. Okay, so I have I have DBs and I have J5's picks. Mr. Magnificent thought he was going to be a part of the show. Oh, never mind. He just sent him in because he just realized he's not. So, so here we go. So let's start with Bam. Let us start with Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. And this one right here, it's going to be interesting, man, because like this, this is the I think this is the first match where the playing field will be level because you can use weapons on it. Yes, absolutely. I, you know what? I'm I was so back behind, I didn't get a chance to see these comments, but yes, Adam, I know, right? Character development matters. What are you serious? Are you serious? Yes, and I also I do know about this. I do know that uh Triple H just signed a guy who wrote for, for Marvel. I forgot what his name was, but Yes, indeed. Absolutely. So, so right here we got, we have Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Let me see what these guys say. So, Mr. Magnificent has Liv Morgan. Let's see. Uh, DB has DB has uh, I lost, I lost. No, here we go. 
J5 has Liv Morgan. DB has Liv Morgan. Everybody's going for Liv Morgan. I really want to go. I feel like it's Ronda Rousey. Just give it back to Ronda Rousey. Just give it back to her. Just give it. Just give it to her. Just give it to her. I'm I mean, I'm the same. Like, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not really feeling this Liv Morgan championship reign. Man, Mike, my man Mike Sam says Rousey over Liv Morgan. That's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it for sure. Let's see. Let's see. Next up, let's do Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre. It's a strap match. It's a strap match. And this is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. This is going to be interesting. Uh, there's no... You can't do DQ in a in a in a extreme rules match. There's no there's no no DQ. Let's see. Let's see. I've got uh I've got Killer Cross. Mr. Magnificent has Killer Cross. Uh, I keep calling him Killer Cross. Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross. No, I'm sorry. I got McIntyre. I got McIntyre. He's got mm, Mr. Uh, J5's got Carrying Cross. DB's got Drew McIntyre. So we split on that. Two to two to two to two. Let's see. Uh, what else? So we've got... Now, the one thing that I like about this match is this is probably going to be a very extremely physical match. I'm talking about... If they if we allow blood... that If they allow blood, that would be... There would definitely be blood in this match. Two big guys. Two big men with big chests. Bumping me. I don't care about your work rate. Oh, I should have got that clip. I love that clip. Yeah, I agree here. This is going to be fun. Two big bosses beating the crap out of each other. Absolutely. This might be a sleeper match. I don't, you know, this might be the sleeper, man. I don't know. That might have to be the main event. I'm not even totally sure. Harry says they got to keep building cross. So crossover Drew. I mean... I don't, I don't see an issue. Honestly, I don't think it'll be wrong for either one of them to lose. The issue is, can can Drew take two losses? Can Drew take two straight losses just like and can Karrion come back and take a big take a big loss this soon? That's what I'm worried about. Cause this it's it's almost like a it's almost like a lose-lose. It's like a not necessarily win-win situation, but a lose-lose. Because who's going to take the most damage if they lose right now? I don't know. But I, I do feel like Karrion doesn't need to lose. But I also feel like I feel like Drew could probably afford to take a loss more than more than Cross can. So I don't know. I did say McIntyre, but I might be leaning towards Cross. This is going to be I'm on the fence with this one, Bailey and Bianca. I'm really, 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 really on the fence with this one because it because the way that I see it, Becky can. I'm sorry, Bailey, Bailey, Bailey and Bianca. Look, Bailey can win this match, and Bianca can lose without taking a pin and still look strong. Like there's so many ways they could do this. Like Judgment, uh, not Judgment Day. Damage control could literally come in and just hold Bianca down. Bailey could go and get the get the belt. And if she loses like that, it won't really hurt Bianca. And then you could, you know, she's wronged again or whatever. And she didn't take the pin, you know, not for the belt. So I could I could see that happening. And I could also see like Bailey would not be hurt if she lost. She would not be hurt if she lost. Bianca, I don't know, man. But I've the, the reason I feel like Bianca is going over in this one is because she's been. She's been getting beat up like every damn episode. Every single episode, she gets beat up. So I'm I'm wondering about this one. So we got right here, Adam says, Bianca. Harry also says, he says he's team Bianca, but he's not mad if Bailey wins. See, that's that's where I'm at. I wouldn't be, I, I feel like if they were, if they were going to try something, if you're going to try something, you know, I could see the I could see Bailey winning. I don't want her to win, but I could see Bailey winning this match, especially because, especially to get to like, all right, you got the bloodline with all these titles. Damage control has a tag team championship. You give Bailey 
uh, a women's championship. Now they look super strong as a unit. So, uh, no, let's see. It's Adam said, let her beat the odds and look superhuman. Yeah, I mean, you could do that as well. Because eventually, you know, I'm going to just, like, my personal opinion is the the real threat for this title is Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley at some point is going to come back and take a title. I'm not sure which one, but she's like, if you think about it, who's been built up as the strongest woman? It's not even Ronda Rousey. It's Rhea Ripley. She's out here beating dudes up. She's beating dudes up. She hasn't wrestled a woman in like two to three months. You know what I'm saying? Like she looks the most legit. So by the time anybody, by the time anybody steps to, by the time Rhea does, or I don't, maybe she's hurt or whatever it is, but you know, they decided to keep her on TV, which was smart. By the time she decides to go back into actual competition, bro, she should be, she should literally go on like a Goldberg like streak and just run through, run through women. Like she really should because she looks so strong and she looks really good right now. Now, as far as, as far as these selections, so Mr. Magnificent has Bailey winning the championship. Mr. Magnificent has Bailey. DB has Bianca and J5. J5's got Bailey for Triple B, as we like to call her, Big Booty Bailey. Yeah, man. All right, so that's one, two, three, four. Oh, and where's that other one? I had to I had to add one last because they had a oh there we go. This is gonna be an extremely, extremely yeah, extreme rules, of course. It's gonna be extremely personal right here. This one right here, the fight pit. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Franklin Rollins. Seth S E double F Mother freaking Rollins taking on Matthew Matthias Riddle. Matt Riddle is back, he's got his name. And Daniel Daniel Cormier is going to be the special guest referee for this. And this one is in the fight pit. It's in the fight pit, first scene in, in NXT. <clears throat> but yeah, this is going to be extremely physical. This is probably the hottest feud they have right now. Hottest feud they have. No questions. No questions asked. But I, I just feel like I'm glad they're having the match now because I don't know how much longer they could have kept going with the heat that they had, especially, you know, with Seth talking about talking about Riddle's kids and whatnot. <clears throat> so, Mr. Magnificent has Riddle winning this match. Let's see. DB and J5, they both have Riddle, and I'm in agreement because you can't have them lose two matches in a row. So, yes, I have Matt Riddle also winning this match. Plus, this is this is more up Riddle's alley. The fight pit is going down. Seth is going to have to put on his big boy pants to fight this one because it's going to be legit. It's going to be legit. I don't know how far they're going to let them go as far as the rules, but, I mean, these guys are pros, so I'm pretty sure, you know, they, they're striking each other anyway. We also have this six-man tag match, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Giovanni Vici. Ludwig Kaiser Gunther versus Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Pete Butch Dunn. And for obvious, not obvious reasons, but I'm definitely going, I really feel like the Brawling Brutes are going to win this one. I'm going Brawling Brutes on this one just because Sheamus, Sheamus lost to Gunther. Imperium beat the other two guys on SmackDown, I believe. They're going to wrestle again. I feel like the Brawling Brutes get this victory, and then Gunther beats Sheamus again in the rematch on the season premiere on Friday, which is tomorrow, actually. No, is it tomorrow? Yeah, it is tomorrow. As a matter of fact, Adam says, Riddle, Seth is going to pro provoke DC, and DC defends himself and pushes Seth. Seth walks into the bro Derek. Interesting. Write that down, because if it happens, I'm going to be like, I'm going to I'm going to send you a message if it happens. They also got the brawling brutes on that one. Let's see. Mr. Magnificent has, uh, wait, who is she is? You know what issue he has is spelling. 
But you know what? Does anybody? Okay, only DB. DB is the only one that that actually that had it. So DB has the brawling brutes as well. J five has Sheamus. So I'm just gonna take that as a I'm gonna take that as a vote for the brawling brutes. And maybe that's what what Mr. Magnificent was saying. He put she is. So I don't. I'm just gonna guess that he's talking about Sheamus. So I think we're all in agreement that that we think the brawling brutes are gonna win this match. This match, yes, uh, all right. So uh, there's only six matches on this card. There's only six matches, and uh, this might end up being the main event too. Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Now I just I I low key just wish that we just got like just a little, just a tad bit more buildup between Edge. And Finn Balor, just a little bit more, not too much, just a little bit more, because it 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 feels like like they definitely need to have a match, but I don't know if if like an I quit match was the way to go, but I mean I'm cool with it. So Mr. Magnificent has Finn winning, and DB has Edge winning. J Five has Finn Balor winning. I don't know. I don't know which way to lean on this one, cause. But you know what, I, I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Finn Balor. I'm gonna go Finn Balor, and this is what I think is gonna happen. Finn Balor is gonna win, but he's not gonna make. He's not gonna make. Ed say I quit. Somebody's gonna have. Somebody's like Beth. I feel like Beth Phoenix is gonna get involved somehow. She's going to get involved somehow because somebody else gets involved and then they're going to threaten her with with like some kind of pain or whatever. And he's going to say he quits to save Beth Phoenix because that's the only thing like this, this, this version of Edge, there's literally nothing that would make him say I quit like match wise. Like there's nothing you can do to him, nothing to him himself that he would do that. But if you do something to either 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 Ray or to Beth Phoenix. I could see him saying I quit. So it'll be, if it's not Beth Phoenix, it'll be Ray, but I, I don't know why it would be Ray, but that's, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with it. I mean, or somebody throwing the towel in for him. I don't know. Well, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good thought. I don't, you know what? I could probably see like Finn, like putting him in a move and him, him not, him not giving up and then just like just like MJF did with Cody, you know, it could be Beth throwing in the towel. Yeah, I could I could see that. That works. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I would not have a problem with that. I just don't see I don't see anybody like I don't see like somebody putting him in like a move like the crippler cross face or or like a sharpshooter and, and Edge says, I quit. I just I just don't see that happening at all. It would have to be like like Beth Phoenix is laid out somewhere, like like probably let's say like Rhea like knocked her down or whatever, and they're standing over her and like they, they got the chair, they're about to give her a concerto. And you know, they're like, Say do we give her a concerto, say do we give her a concerto. And he's like, I quit. You know, I could something like that. That's that's what I see. You know, so six matches, six matches for Extreme Rules, and and that's where we at with it. Look, the season premiere, season premiere of Raw is this Monday. It's, look, expect big things on season premiere shows. So I expect this Friday, or I think I think the season premiere for SmackDown is the Friday after is next week. So just expect big things on both season premieres. That's for sure. Already. Let's see what else we got up in here. So, oh, commentary teams have been switched out. They done switched out the commentary teams ready for the for the season premiere. So the new the new NXT the new NXT commentary team. Now this is this is bad because I don't remember these this guy's name. <laughs> it's Booker T and I forgot what the other guy's name was. <clears throat> And, I, and I'm trying to find it right now. I just realized I forgot my man's name, but it's all right. Actually, and it, it was uh, was also crazy is that um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's absolutely. What's also crazy is that Jimmy Smith, the the Raw commentator, is no longer with D. Was no longer with uh, with Raw. But what's funny is what's hilarious. So Jimmy Smith, he announced today that he's no longer with WWE. That he's not part of Raw anymore. And then some adult film site wrote, sent him a letter and said they want him to do commentary <laughs> for their live session videos. Bro, that is hilarious, bro. That is hilarious. My, my guy, you went from commentating wrestling to now, like, you're going to be commentating what, like, live sex celebrations, like, like Edge and Edge and Lita, bro? Like, Bro, if, if the money right, if the money right, do your thing, Jimmy. And I ain't gonna lie, man. I had never heard of the dude before he showed up, but he was he was legit to me, man. He had a he had a good voice, you know. He and and they said he said that he he didn't know little to nothing about wrestling. So he came in and he learned all that stuff. And I thought he was pretty decent. He wasn't a bad guy at all. What well, well, I mean <laughs> No one cares about the switch on commentary until we find out which crew G Money is on. Man, look, one day, one day, and look, I'm gonna tell you, uh, one of my one of my former coworkers, Jane Doe, she sent me she sent me a job opening that they had for I forgot what the position was. It was something about it was like an on camera supervisor. Now look, and not even just me, but you guys. Like if you guys are into wrestling, man, like. If you have special skills, and I'm not talking about Liam Neeson and Taken, you got special skills, man. You should check it out, man. There might be something that you can do. There might be something that you can do. Let me say it again. There might be something that you can do with WWE. I'm just saying, man. You never know what they're looking for. Like, like they, they are a corporation. They have a corporation, and everything they do isn't, like, I know it's a wrestling company, but everything they do isn't 100% geared towards wrestling, so. You never know, man. Like the the position I was sent, it was, it was, it was more like a supervisor gig, and it was like being a liaison for the commentators and all the on air talent and making sure that they had they had what they needed. If they had issues, you got to be there and solve it for them. And it was like it seemed like a management position, and I was intrigued. I don't think I was. I don't think I'm qualified, but you never know. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying. And hey, look, shoot or shoot. You know what I'm saying? You miss 100 you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So if you think that you know what, maybe I could do a little something. I mean, you never know unless you try. You never know unless you try. So moving on, the new the new the new commentary team for SmackDown is Michael Cole and Wade Barrett, because I believe I've got some bad news. Wade Barrett is being moved up from NXT, and he's going to SmackDown. And I know we all miss Pat McAfee. Trust me, I understand, because I miss Pat McAfee. I really enjoy Pat McAfee. I loved his energy. Like, the way the way he was uh, big up Shinsuke, fire. I enjoyed him, but you know, he's doing his his what is it, college, college game day thing. You know, I know he loves wrestling, but I know he loves football even more. So I'm not mad at that. And then on Raw, they done took Byron Saxon off the team. He's now a backstage, he's now a backstage interviewer. It's Corey Graves, and I believe Vic Patrick is the name. I believe the man's name is Vic Patrick. So the two-man teams are returning. You know you know what I could have did this whole time? I could have just easily just went to the Smash the Mad discussion page because I definitely I definitely did that. I definitely put it up there. Aha, there it goes. Kevin Patrick. My man's name is Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. It's Vic Joseph and Booker T on NXT. Kathy Kelly is back as an interviewer. And... Yes, I believe that was the other name. Hold on, who was SmackDown? It was, oh, yeah, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there it is. And they're like swimwear. Yes. Yes, Vic Joseph, Booker T. So, 
So it look, they they switching things up, man. Now look, that was a look, the Jimmy Smith thing was a was a the Jimmy Smith thing was was a Vince McMahon move. That was a good move. Triple H is he's like he wanted to do something different. Like I said, I like Jimmy Smith. I like Jimmy Smith, man. But you know what? He he may go on and start doing commentating for some adult entertainment website, bro. Get your money. Get your money. I saw I saw the letter that they posted too, man. I, I meant to I meant to grab that. I meant to grab that. Yes, indeed. So as we get closer and closer, what is this right here? Oh yeah, almost forgot about this. A A W, A W. This is FTR. FTR. They they defended the IWGP Tag Team Championships last week, last weekend against the Aussie Open, and afterwards, Dax Harwood got the mic, and as you can see, he said, "Tony Khan." We still work work for you. Book us, brother. Now, on AEW last night, guess who showed back up? FTR. They showed back up, and it looks like they might be getting into they might be getting into a rivalry with the Gates of Agony and Prince Nana. Oh, man, let me say Wardlow versus and look, I'm jumping around and I know I am, is because I'm by myself, you know. So things are just gonna be coming to me like this. Wardlow versus Brian Cage last night for the for the TNT Championship. That 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 match warmed my heart in a very not good way because I felt like for a long time Wardlow was just they just keep putting up these smaller guys against Wardlow, smaller outside of W. Morrissey, outside of that, you know they like they did that on his way to being the champion, you know, but like this match Wardlow versus Brian Cage was. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I really wish happened. Like, Warlow went over clean. I wish Brian Cage would have, like, fought out of a fought out of a power bomb and gave him a low blow. Because I really feel like that match, instead of it being a one-off, I really felt like that should be a story. You know, Warlow versus Brian Cage. I, I really wish that that was a story. Because I think that was going to work out. My man said, I watched Jimmy Smith on Bellator MMA. He did a great job. I thought he brought an extra legit. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think he, like, I didn't know where he came from, but yeah. No, he was legit. <clears throat> he was super legit. But, but yeah, man, I was really, I really need more of that Wardlow Brian Cage action. And it was great to see Brian Cage. We didn't see Brian Cage in about a year, you know, so. So that was that. Let's see what else we got up in here. I threw a lot of stuff in here. Oh, there's also been some. No, look, we already went through the, the Andrade and Sammy Guevara nonsense. Now, Mr. Magnificent had said privately, he had said, he was like, man, I think it's a work. And I was like, <clears throat> me personally, I was like, I don't see, like, it doesn't make sense for a work. It doesn't, like, if two guys get into it, I don't see the point of it to be at work if they take one match away that this guy was on. This other guy wasn't even involved when they snatched it, you know, and it does it just doesn't make sense. Like, like when I think of like works and stuff, like there's got to be something that comes out of it. And I, I and I think back to the Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston match that was supposed to happen. They were supposed to have a match. And then after the promos, they got into it, they both got suspended. There was no match. There was no match. It just it just ended, you know. And Tony Khan, he's got to man, he got to he got to get somebody. He's got to hire somebody to to help take care of these issues because, bro, if you just keep you can't keep booking matches and then canceling them because people get are getting upset with each other. We're supposed to be professionals out in these wrestling streets, you know. Like something's got to give. Y'all forgive me because I'm about to just start throwing picks up to see what's what because I don't remember what is. Oh, yeah. Look, we're going to get to that in a second. We're going to get to that in a second. <clears throat> what else we got here? Oh, that's another one we got to get to in a second. Matter of fact, let's not even wait a second. Uh, last week, we found out about the passing of Antonio Inoki. This is this is a picture of Antonio Inoki and Muhammad Ali. They had a, they had a special quote-unquote exhibition match in 1976 when 
Antonio Inoki was trying to prove to people that wrestling is the premier combat sport. Now, for those that don't know much about Antonio Inoki and, and me, like I heard of him, but I had to go, I had to, I had to Google him before the show started. So he actually founded New Japan Pro Wrestling. He founded New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1972, and he was their very first champion. Um, he also he defeated Bob Backlund in 1979, and he became the WWF champion. Now, this was November 30th, 1979. December 6th, 1979, there was a rematch, and Backlund won, but... I forgot who it was. They overturned the decision because of something that Backlund did. So Anoki was still the WWF champion, but he refused to take the belt. That'd be an honor thing. So they vacated it. Now, for those that don't know, one of Backlund's longest reigns was from 1978 to 1983. Well, if you hear what I just said, I just said he lost the title in 1979. So uh, WWE, for some reason, never never acknowledged they never acknowledged Antonio Inoki's championship run or championship win so they you know so they acted like it didn't happen I guess so that's why Bob Backlund has like a long he's got a long reign when actually it was ended earlier <clears throat> and this is going back to what we was talking about uh Sammy and Andrade if it's a work it's a poorly planned out work agreed Especially if it messed up a match that was meant to honor the memory of Brody Lee. Exactly. So if if it's a work, which I highly doubt it's a work, because like I always think of something like whenever somebody's like whenever there's a work or something, you always have to think about who benefits. It's actually it's as a quote I got when it came when a quote I can't remember where I got it from, but the the guy said, Whenever a crime is committed, or whenever like there's a mystery, you gotta think about who benefits. Who benefits from such and such happening? Well, if that was a work, who benefits from Andrade and Sammy Guevara in a work? Neither of them, because they're not even they're not even involved. Like it's, you know, there's easier ways to get them into a storyline than to fake a backstage altercation. But I would not be surprised if in the future, because they've had so many, I would not be surprised if AEW faked an altercation to, to, to try to start a storyline or or I mean if all else fails bro maybe these guys if you do have real life heat look you don't have to like each other to wrestle all you have to do is trust trust each other that's all you gotta you ain't gotta like each other like one of, I think one of the most infamous shoots that became a work Matt Hardy and, and Edge you know what I'm saying? Because of the incident that happened with them, it started out as a shoot, but they was able they they was able to come together and say, "Hey, let's make some money." And that was hot TV. That was hot TV because it was they had that sense of realism behind it. If these guys could do the same thing, okay, you had an issue, but now how can we make some money off of it? How can we make some money off of it? You know what I'm saying? Eric Bischoff always said, "Controversy cr creates cash." There's been a lot of controversy in AEW, but they're not capitalizing on it. Like so much, so much, so many chances for them to like take storytelling to the next level and all this stuff. But it's not, I don't even blame to it's not this isn't Tony Khan's fault. This is the workers, bro. You gotta add it, you got an issue with somebody. Okay, squash it, get in the ring and make some money. Make some money. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, sometimes that one story. Sometimes that one story can elevate your career. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not even about the matches. It's about the build-up to it's the build-up to the match. You know? Conan, look, I listen to the K100 every week, Conan and Disco. Conan will tell you, bro, a five-star match never drew any money. Never, ever, never in the history of wrestling has a five-star match drew money. You wonder why? You wonder why? Because by the time the match happens. By the time the match happens, the money's already been drawn. Before the before these two guys step into the ring to face each other, the money's been drawn. So what what gets you from point A to point B? Point B is the wrestling match. Point A is how you get there. So what is it like five? You know, 
I mean, everybody loves great matches. I love great matches. I strive to have great matches, just like every other wrestler strives to have great matches. But if nobody, if nobody cares why you guys are fighting, nine times out of ten, they're not going to show up, especially if they don't know you. So give them a reason. Show them why they should want to see you versus, you know, why they want to see you versus Hucklebuck Jerry, or 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 you know, whatever, whoever it is. You got to give these people a reason. It's the build up to the matches. Man, you don't you know what one of the greatest buildups to a match was? I believe it was it was Stone Cold versus The Rock, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17, I believe. Man, if you watch, bro, you can watch that video package. You can go on YouTube right now and look up, you know, the, the, the video package, Stone Cold versus The Rock for WrestleMania. Man, that video package will get you hyped. Like, you ain't even got to know what's happening. You can watch that video package and it'll put everything into perspective. You're like, damn. Damn, yeah, I'm ready to watch this match. It's the build up to the match, yo. What builds up to the match? You know, did you just want to see? Did you just want to see Sting versus Hogan just because? And it's it's fuck Hulk Hogan forever. But did you want to watch Sting versus Hogan in '97, '98 because they were just great wrestlers? Or no, you wanted to watch them because the story they was building to get there. You know what I'm saying? Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. It wasn't just because they were good friends, because they were because they were enemies. It was because of the buildup. This Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins, yeah, they're great wrestlers. That's not why I want to watch them wrestle, bro. I want to watch them wrestle because Seth Rollins was talking trash about that man's family. He keep talking about you know how you can't see your kids, bro. I'm ready to see what Riddle does, like when they're you know when they can finally put hands on each other. I want to see what happens. What builds the match? To build these matches, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about, yo. That is what it is about. What else do we have up here? Oh, man. And you know what? And Oh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Tony Khan. Tony Khan said that the, the executives at Warner Brothers are the guys that have been pushing them to talk about WWE. He released a statement, and the statement reads, the executives at Warner handed me a book. It was about how to be a challenger brand. This is what you are, a challenger brand. I learned then, three years ago, is not the industry leader, but is also not a, ni a niche brand. It is not that. It is a big company. It's Pepsi to Coca-Cola. It is Burger King to McDonald's. What will get Burger King marketing? What is Burger King marketing? Basically, a lot of it is, hey, McDonald's shit. McDonald's is shit, guys. I mean, and, and you know, it's crazy. I'm actually glad he said that because I used to be like, man, he talks about them too much. But, you know, when you think about it, number number one never talks about number two. But everything, everybody under number one, which will, in order to get people to watch them, you got to talk, you got to take shots. You know, they say, you come for the king, you better not miss. Absolutely. And this is, you know, more stuff that happened on Raw. Oh, man, I forgot all about that. Man, Bobby Lashley and, and Seth Rollins, that was super dope. Man, when, when Bobby Lashley, like, denied the, the curb stomp, boy, legit. So, look. Like I said, I'm in here by myself. I thought the guys were gonna jump in here with me. I've been I'm in radio, so it's it's really nothing for me to talk. But damn, by myself, bro. 50 minutes, we out here. So before we get up out of here, for one thing, there's a couple things. A couple things. One of those things is I want to tell you about our sponsor. We got one sponsor. We got one sponsor. Uno sponsor. One sponsor right now. Cause look, we trying to we trying to get it, bro. We trying to get it. We a small business, just like everybody else, you know. In order to get to the, in order to get to the, the 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 places where these other podcasts are, where they got all these multiple sponsors, and you know they got their pre cut ads that they already did. We not there yet. You know what I'm saying? We not there yet. We you know we got to grind from the bottom to get to the top. You know, and we start off. We got one sponsor, free e e e e. That's three e's. Go to free. F-R-E-E-E-C-3.com right now. Use the code STM for 20% off for life. Look, you're trying to get, look, summer's over. Summer is over. 
So you want to get yourself in the shape for next summer. You need that summer body. I'm trying to tell you, EC3 will get you there. Okay. You go to www.freeec3.com. Use the code STM for 20% off for life. He'll give you a meal plan, a workout plan, depending on how, how, depending how advanced you are with your, your working out. Like me, I selected five days a week because I go to the gym about five days. And please don't let me have to put my password in and I can show you guys what's, what's popping. And yes, all right, it didn't. So let me let me unmirror my camera real quick so you so I can show you guys what's good. So I'm here right now. Let's go personalize week one. You know, he's got a he's got a few things. Bam. You know, they've got everything has. Everything has videos, you know, to show you how to do what's what. And you got your reps, sets, and everything in there. So, you know, you, you may be looking to try to get yourself back into shape. You never know. You know, maybe, maybe you maybe you have an idea, but you just need somebody to help you out. EC3 will get you there, man. Especially with the meal plan as well. Get it popping with the meal plan. Bam. Day six. This is fruit note smoothie. I got bagel and fruit, beef pita with salad, nectarines and almonds, grilled beef wrapped with feta cheese. It's look, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. Just something maybe a little bit out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? But nothing wild. So you already know what it is, man. Go to www.freec3.com and use code STM for 20% off for life. Now, what's interesting is DB just started. DB just started, so I really want to see his progress. So I've been doing pretty well, but I've I've been working out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm interested to see what, what DB is going to be looking like in a couple weeks because he's he's in there making it happen. So definitely, definitely salute to him, you know? So look, we we – control our nutrition by smashing the diet and now even though this guy this this next one we're trying to make him a sponsor we're trying to make him a sponsor and you want to know why woo wings yeah woo 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 wings legendary flavors world championship wings woo woo wings yeah that's right, man. We trying to we trying to lock down Ric Flair and Wu Wings. Still don't know where the store is. Still don't know where the restaurant is. No idea. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just 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 I just need a sample, bro. I pay for it. You know what I'm saying? The Wu Wings is on deck. You already know what it is. You already know. And just in case you didn't know, one more time. Wu Wings. Yeah. Woo woo. Wings, legendary flavors, world championship wings. Woo, woo wings. Yeah, woo. yeah, man, bro. He said, he said, send, bro. It's in the chat, dog. Search the chat. <laughs> what do you mean? It's in the chat. Yeah, bro. We we out it. We're definitely out it. Okay, let's see what else we got up in here. Uh, oh, also, we got to send our condolences to the last winner of Tough Enough. And it's Miss Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee, man, the wife of, of Wesley, Blake, Wesley Blake, passed away earlier today. Don't know how, but, you know, she leaves behind three children and her and her husband, Corey Weston, a.k.a. Wesley Blake, Weston Blake. Man, yo, that's. That's super sad. And, and and like and and this is a thing where like the the wrestling community is legit a brotherhood. It's legit a brotherhood. Like I saw, so I saw a, a link for uh, I think it was a GoFundMe, you know, a GoFundMe for the for the funeral. And you know, I wasn't gonna say anything about it. You know, I just donated a little bit, but like I saw some names up there. I saw some names and I saw some people that had donated some money and oh man j5 well hold on hold on Before, hold on a second but um a lot of a lot of uh wrestlers like 
I saw, you know, Becky Lynch, you know, uh, Braun Strowman, uh, Alexa Bliss, Mike Cardona, Cody, Cody Rosen. They all donated like large amounts of money to the to the fund. So that was that was super dope. And that just lets you know right then and there that, you know what, this is a brotherhood. And, you know, uh, rest in peace, our condolences to Sarah Lee. You know? Absolutely. And yes, absolutely. But now all the way from Germany. We got my on man J five on the subway. On the subway, what? Huh? On the way home, on the way home from the airport in Frankfurt to go to work. What time is it over there? It is five o'clock in the morning. Where are you gonna be? Outside on the corner. <laughs> you gotta get yourself together. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So it, it only took it only took me fifty six minutes for somebody to jump in on no. the show. But it's, it's probably okay. the end. It's probably that towards the end. Of the it, it, it absolutely is. I covered as much as I possibly could right. that I can remember without stuttering and, and all this. So yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand, man. I was sleeping on the train. You know, like I was only going to stay on a couple more minutes, but but I I could That's not fair. leave a show without my obligatory pick of Jay Cargill. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, just glad I didn't miss it. I'm just yeah, glad absolutely. It. Like just just in time, my brother. Just in time. This is what we do, you know. And there had there's another picture that goes along with that. And anytime, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do it like this. Anytime you see this, just know that I want to do this. That's <laughs> that's how we roll. So 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 you got you got to have a yin yang picture now. You know what I'm saying? So now that we have you know Nikita Lyons out there. You know what? See, you gotta let me know ahead of time because I just deleted the picture before I started the show. Because <laughs> because uh, we have to switch up the the shows every now and again. We gotta switch up the pics. So look, tell everybody, let them know you've been training with with Das Wonderkid. Das Wonderkid. Alex, Alex right? Right. Man, you know let me tell y'all something, man. I will tell you guys this. I'll give you guys uh, a word of advice advice if you guys don't know about training with professionals right get in shape yeah absolutely get in shape i have i've lost the most i'm like i said i'm back under 200 pounds which is really good i'm still not in shape right i get there the last well the last practice it wasn't well the first practice wasn't as bad you know it was a couple warm-up drills, couple rolls, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's last practice, man. You talking? I'm talking. We had I had to do 500 squats before practice. Before practice. Uh, along with those 500 squats, I had to do. I think it was like 125 push-ups before practice. It was more than that. It was supposed to be more than that, but the person that was doing the push-ups with me, they couldn't do as the 250 that he had, he asked for. Uh-huh. And so he called you had to do 125 a piece. Yeah. 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 So he, he, he was like, just do 125. And I was like, shoot, I'm already there. Everyone 125. Well, it was still a problem, but it won't as much of a problem as, you know, the 250 would have been. So I was, I was greatly appreciative. of not doing right. Those Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause ain't nobody just trying the, to, and this was still before practice. Before practice. Then, then it was we had to run in place for five whole minutes. Like I don't run in a straight line for five minutes. And I had to run in place for five minutes. I barely walked for five minutes in one direction. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it and this is still before practice. But but what it but what did he tell you he's trying to get you ready for though? NXT Europe, baby. Okay NXT, then. All right. And I'm and I'm I'm here for it. I'm okay. Here for it so look, we got we don't know when NXT Europe is popping off, but just know that Alex Wright is trying to get my man J5 ready to for a tryout with NXT Europe. Okay? So I mean, look, the the ends justify the means, bro. Do what That's you got to do. That's it. Do what you guys to do, and and just because, and and, and side side moment, my man said 
the obligatory Jay Cargo pick is 90% of the reason why why he watches live. Well, you know what? Well, the thing about that is I try to switch him up because, bam, there's another one. You got the long hair and the short hair. You know what I'm saying? This is appreciation. This is just appreciation. You know what I'm saying? So I prefer Absolutely. either or. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So, you know what? I mean, you know, shout out to J5. My man Harry said, NXT Europe. That's right. It could be on the way. It could be on the way for the guy, man. So, yeah, man. We, we, we definitely hoping to, hoping to see that. We both working hard. Going to do what we do, man. Give yeah, them your man. social media, my guy. We about to get up uh, out of here. J, J5, Master Matt, on Twitter and uh, Instagram. J5 uh, Mash the Mat. M A S H the Mat. T H E M A T. And what is that on? Instagram and uh-huh. uh, Twitter. From Instagram yeah. and Twitter with that. And then on Facebook, just look up J Smith. You know what I'm saying? I may or may not add you. Just saying. Okay, you follow me, though. You can follow me, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he don't. You don't even tweet nothing, do you? You don't. Do you post it's anything? Not, not, sometimes. Yeah, like you talk about once, people can follow you, but you like no, like what is no, your you, content you can, about, bro? No, you can you can follow. Like I'm talking about on Facebook. You know how they got the little okay on Facebook. Facebook. I'm about yeah. to say, I was like, what kind I of content are we talking about? If you look at my page, if you you go to G underscore M O N I Y, there's content damn near every day. It's not all wrestling related. Sometimes it's club stuff. Sometimes it's radio stuff. Sometimes it's stuff that I think is funny. If you look at my stories, you go. You're gonna see how I work out. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, oh man, I meant to, I meant to uh there's a there's a new flyer. Do I have it on this? Do I have it on this phone? Because I got two phones. There's a new flyer for the next for the next RWC show. You know, oh speaking of RWC, speaking of RWC, well, you know, I can't even get into everything, but uh we had we had an issue at the Halloween show, and nightstick Eddie Brown straight up assaulted a fan straight up assaulted a fan yeah man and i wish i'm waiting for the video his character i mean is it though Mm, i mean is it though you know so i i got a couple pictures i got a couple i saw the pictures i saw you saw the pictures okay you saw the pictures good so i'm gonna uh Matter of fact, go to the Ring Ward at Ring Wars Carolina Instagram page to see the pictures. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. What is this? Before we end this, about the most important subject of all, the Jay Cargo versus Jordan Grace pulled up on Twitter. On Twitter? Wait. wait hold what? on, sir. Hold on. First off, like, uh, I got to look this up. Well, I mean, I, I just want to let you know, Jordan Grace, it, it, it looks it looks great, but it's still no Jade. No, absolutely not. But I mean, but, you know, I'm not. See, see, we're not worried about Jordan Grace. This is another reason to look at pictures of Jade Cargo, man. I mean, you got to You got to read between absolutely. the lines sometimes, my brother. Absolutely. You got to read between the lines. I can't believe Jordan Grace would just. Oh, did, did did they do this or was this a, a fan made thing? I don't know. I'm looking on her page. I don't see anything. So I gotta I gotta look for uh Jordan Grace now. But shout out to Willow Nightingale who who got Absolutely. herself a really big win on AW and now she will be challenging she will be challenging Jay Cargill for that TBS championship. Now Ooh. also don't know if you know this, but not, uh, as far as length of time, Jay Cargill's undefeated streak streak is longer than Goldberg's. Goldberg's in length yep. of time, not matches. In length of time, she's been undefeated for a much longer period of time than Goldberg has. So you know, just want to throw that out there. That's dope. Black excellence. Damn, she lost mad weight. Grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she looked like a thinny mini. She ain't thick. No I'm, trying to, no I'm trying to figure out. I don't see anything about a pose off unless unless they're unless they're gonna be unless they're doing it soon. Right. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. So 
So yeah, look, make sure you follow us on on all of our our platforms. On Facebook, Smash the Mat. On Twitter is at Smash the Mat Pod. On Instagram, Smash the Mat Podcast. Shout out to everybody that was watching on our YouTube page, Smash the Mat Podcast. Look, really soon, really soon, we're going to be dropping more things on YouTube. I'm trying to talk people, trying to talk the rest of the guys into doing videos on their own and just giving them to me so I could post them on our YouTube page so that we can get so we can get the followers up, we get the views up, get the answers up. We gotta get this thing, we gotta get this thing monetized so we can so we can Absolutely. quit our jobs and just do wrestling shit all day. Absolutely. That's, that's what I would love to do. Just quit my Absolutely. job, put up wrestling videos all day and, and comment on shit and stuff like that. I'll you be know, working but, on it. I'll be working on my my little corner, you know, my little five cent corner. Bro, look, it's it's legit. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, I got something to tell you, man. Yeah.